I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Another live one today, and this is for your draft players. You'll enjoy this one, I think. Uh, so as you all know, I'm in a 14-man draft comp, my home league. The way that we do it is that during trials and everything, we don't allow people to pick up guys off the free agent list, uh, which is a little bit different to most competitions, but I don't mind it, to be honest with you. What we do is at the end of the trials, which is this week, uh, we have an offline waiver. So we all make our waivers. We send it to the commissioner. Uh, He sorts it out all on a pen and paper. In our group chat, he then then posts in who got who and whatever and then what the waiver wire looks like for next week, which will have another offline waiver as soon as Team List Tuesday is out. So what it means is that someone like me that's always on their phone, you know, working on Supercoach, I can't just grab everyone that is imaginable that becomes available. So, for example, today I would have grabbed Brad Schneider in a heartbeat just to see what happens and to see if he's named at halfback after Jamal Fogarty was injured. So I am recording this one on Wednesday night. We have to have ours in at 8 p.m. It's about 6 p.m. now, so I'm going to go through them live with you and just talk about the guys that I'm looking at. Uh, so this is how we do an offline waiver. I highly advise it for any competition out there, so it's not just the same Kinos that are dominating uh, the free agent list. As much as it would suit me to go the other way, I think it makes for a much more uh, exciting com- competition, a lot more fairer competition as well. And there's a bit of strategy here. Do you use your waiver wire this week before you see team list and then you drop down the waiver wire obviously or do you hold on to your spot and wait till next week so I'll be very interested to see the guys that drafted 14th, 13th, 12th that have top 3 picks this week will they pick up someone or will they just wait for team list to get an exact understanding of who's available and who the best options are so if you're going to take it this week you are taking a bit of a punt for me I picked what was I 4th overall yeah, fourth overall, I took Ryan Pappenhausen. So for me, I am, what am I? I'm 10th waiver overall. So, I mean, I could wait and see and hold my waiver and see what happens. But I think there'll be a number of guys that will use theirs this weekend anyway. I think uh, this week, I think an absolute best 
I could maybe get up to fifth, but I probably doubt it, to be honest with you. Um, I think that a lot of guys... I think there will be a few guys that will save theirs. I think the guy that's got first will save his, from what I've gathered. So, bit of strategy to it. Um, and I just think, even if I get to, say, fourth, I just don't think... There's going to be huge value there. But it all depends on what sort of value I can see today and if there's anyone that really stands out to me. So I'm just going to go through my team for you one more time just to give you an update on what's happened last few weeks. Obviously, I've got Beyond Iodo at hooker. I'm going to get rid of him. He's going to be the guy that I'm going to let get, let go. Probably not going to run with a hooker round one. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen was my main pick. He's my fullback. If he's out week one in the captain's league, I'm really going to struggle to win anyway, so I might just sort of let this game uh, go to a loss and then get myself to the top of the waiver wire for week two. So Beyond Iodo, I'm going to drop him whether it's tonight or whether it's next week. I will drop him, um, and I'll probably run without a hooker. Unless a hooker pops up or there's someone that I that I don't mind, but I really doubt it'll be a hooker. I've got Blake Laurie, Jacob Saifidi in the front row. Happy with them. There's 100 points there. That'll be fine. My second row. Now, I did draft Olakawatu third overall. He got... Uh, fourth overall, sorry. He got injured. So, I've got the option to move Aitken or Isaac Tago into the second row. I've just moved Aitken there. Doesn't matter which one I do. So, at the moment, I've got Aitken, Britton Nakora, and Tupanua in my second row. So, very happy with that. All guys that have upside, if I get through a weekend without one of them scoring a try, I'll be a little bit disappointed, to be honest with you. Uh, all guys that can go 80 to 100 with a good attacking game, and they all have attacking upside. So I like that about my back row. Halves, I've got Jake uh, Jake Avarillo. He's my... I've got him at halfback at the moment. My two guys are Avarillo and Ilias, both halfback 5'8". Bit of a kick in the dick that is not goal-kicking, but that was always a gamble anyway. So I've lost that one, but that's okay. Uh, Avarillo, I mean, he hasn't played very well. He's defended pretty poorly. Poorly, but they seemingly don't want to play anyone else at halfback other than him. So I'll run with him for the next few weeks, see what happens. As I said, he was a very late pick. I think got him around 10 or 11 or something, so not overly concerned. Ilias, he's the one that I'm really confident about. Thankfully, he's halfback 5'8". He looked good the other night. I think he'll score well in Supercoach. So I only need to find a halfback or a 5'8 throughout the season, which I think I'll be able to do. So that's okay. Uh, in my CTWs, very excited. I've got Katoni Staggs, Matty Tomoko, Isaac Tago. Very happy with with those so and then I've got Kevin Naguama who wasn't overly impressive in trials to be honest with you but I just think he's going to score enough tries to be okay. He'll be matchup dependent. Uh, and then I've got Pappy at fullback, as we said. On my bench, I've got Ola Kawatu. I'll obviously hold on to him till he returns. Jack Howarth, Scott Drinkwater, and Kula. So I'll probably let Jack Howarth go. I think he's sort of fallen out of favor a little bit. Uh, I'll let Beyond Iodo go first, and then I might see if Howarth goes, but I'll just... I'll just wait and see what happens there. Uh, drink water, I will keep 5'8 slash fullback, two valuable positions, and I think it's a matter of time till he gets into that side. So I'm just going to keep drinking for a little bit, see what happens. And Cooler, I mean, he might get... Uh, a centre spot for the Manly Seagulls, pending how it goes. There's been a bit, a bit of mystery around where Morgan Harper is. Saw him on Instagram today. He is training with the Seagulls' first-grade squad, so he's there and thereabouts. Cooler, I think he'll be jersey 14, if nothing else. And, uh, yeah, sort of reminds me of when I took Stephen Crichton a couple of years ago as a gamble. He, he started on the bench, and I think he could be a guy that could force his way into this side. He's only one injury away or probably one or two poor defensive reads away. They play the Penrith Panthers round one, so a tough matchup for uh, both edges of the Manly Seagulls. So Cooler, I don't think he's far away from a debut. So the two guys that I'm looking like I will drop are Beyond Iodo and probably Jack Howarth. Beyond Iodo first, because I can just drop him for anyone. And the beauty is now I don't actually have to draft another hooker. I can draft any position I want. Uh, Howarth, I might hold him until team list. We'll see. But Beyond Iodo, I'll probably drop him, depending on who's there. So let's go and have a look at the waiver wire. 
see who's available. I haven't had a look at it, so I'll be going through it live with you guys. I might just read out the first 50 guys uh, that are available here just to give you an idea of what a 14-man league looks at the moment. Uh, Aiden Tolman, Josh McGuire, Matt Fiege, Mitch Dunn, Wade Egan, Jeremy Marshall-King, Tui Kamakamika, Jack Williams, Nat Butcher, Corey Hallsborough, Drew Hutchinson, Chad Townsend, Sean O'Sullivan, Mose Leota, Emre Gula, Josh Kerr, Corey Waddell, Tex Hoy, Mitch Rain, Offerhand Gowie, Turpin, Aaron Woods, Opachik, Kieran Foran, Brandon Wakeham, Tavita Totola, Patrick Herbert, Mark Nichols, Tuala, Sam Williams, Bo Fermore, Bailey Sirenen, Tom Flegler, Harley Smith-Shields, Adam Pompey, Bryce Cartwright, Tommy Dearden, Jordan McLean, Tom Gilbert, Jermaine Jolliffe, Ben Murdoch-Masilla, Tommy Talau, Billy Burns, Ellie Katoa, James Tarmow, Sean Kepi, Francis Molo, Ryan James, Paliasia, Cheekam, Proctor, Branko Lee, Crossland, Sebastian Chris, Lachlan Burr, he's recently retired, Stafford Toa, Jesse Bromwich, Harotti, Tanner Boyd, Dominic Young, David Mead, Benjamin Condon, Marcelo Montoya, Corey Jensen, Irima, Matty Eisenhuth, Tom Eisenhuth, Jesse Arthurs, Harm Sele, Isan Masters, Tyrell Fuimayano, Chris Smith, Trent Leoro, Kyle Flanagan, Jake Simkin, Rocco Berry, Bunty Afoa, Adam Kieran, uh, Makatoa, Liam Knight, Mitch Kenny, Herman SASA, Heimel Hunt, TC Rabati, Sifatalakai, Moses M. Bai, Egan Butcher, Jackson Ford, Hamlin Newelle, Thomas McKayley, Edric Lee, C. Manafanai, Marion Seve, Jacob Host, Connor Lumelu, Jack Murchie, Reese Kennedy, Kobe Hetherington, Aaron Clark, and Jacob Arthur. Not going to go any further than that. That was the top 100. Still below them is Adam Clune, uh, Lachlan Lamb, uh, Sean Russell's there. He's fullback center wing. He might start. Oliver Gildart's still there. Uh, so a few more guys on this list that will be playing first grade. Jimmy the Jet's still there as well, which is an interesting one. Mamazellas. Uh, Corey Ramsey's still there. Andrew Davies still there. Sipley's still there. Sean Bloor's injured. Spencer Lenu's still there. Uh, Hayes Perham's still there. Tua Luggy's still there. He's probably a really interesting one from the Tigers. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit worried about him, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Georgie Burgess is still there. Royce Hunt is still there. Who else is relevant on this list? Robert Jennings, he'll be a big one. I think a lot of people have his their eyes on him. Obviously playing right wing for the Penrith Panthers, seemingly. Uh, Tui Simpkins. Corey Pakes is still there. If he gets a starting job, he could be interesting. It's interesting that both Pakes and Turpin are there. Could be a good little get for someone there. Matt Frawley, Aaron Booth, uh, Tepo Maroa, Jaden Nikarima. We've got Will Warbrick. He's still on the CTW list there. Jack Johns. Uh, my boy, Valia, he's an interesting one. He was named for the New Zealand Warriors in their last trial. Whether he's a genuine chance to play centre or not, I'm not sure, though. Uh, Fafita's still there. Lockie Miller, Franklin Pele is still there. Tao Tao Moga, Davey Mawali, uh, Jock Madden is still there. Tamari Martin is still there. Max King from the Canterbury Bulldogs, he looked really good in trials. Uh, Brad Schneider, he's available there at halfback, so... A lot of guys still on this list that we could see in first grade. Josh Cook. Yeah, it's just that there isn't a huge amount of options. Let's be perfectly honest here. There are a few. Bronson Garlic. Tyrant Wishart still there. 5'8 slash hooker. He could be an interesting one for round one, depending on what they do with the cheese now that he's available to play. Uh, anyone else that stands out on this list? We're getting pretty fucking deep here, though, realistically. But this is where you can find a bit of gold uh, down the bottom here sometimes when teams do come out. Yeah, I think that'll be about it. Okay. So for me, when I look at my side, I probably need a hooker. Uh, the hookers that are available, I'm not overly keen on any of them. 
Um, to be honest with you, Wade Egan, Marshall King, Rain, Turpin, Tanner Boyd, Simkin, Adam Kieran, Mitch Kenny, uh, Kobe Hetherington, Aaron Clark, Lachlan Lamb, Tapine. Yeah, no one really standing out to me there. I don't think there's anyone. Corey Pakes is interesting, but I don't think there's anyone that's going to be a long-term 80-minute guy. I just don't trust Egan. His scores shit me. Uh, and there's just too many versatile guys there that could play hooker for him. Jeremy Marshall King, I don't think he plays 80 minutes. I think he'll probably job share with Josh Cook or Beyond Iodo. Mitch Rain won't be a starter. Jake Turpin's probably going to share with Corey Pakes. Boyd, he'll be a bench guy. He won't play 80. Jake Simkin. I play 80, but his scores are very underwhelming. And as soon as Jacob Little's back, I think it's pretty obvious that Madge prefers him. So no interest there. Adam Kieran's an interesting one. I just don't think he's going to be in the team realistically. I thought it was uh, strange that he sort of trialed at left center. Uh, but I just can't see a world where they pick him over Momorowski at left center. So that could be one that I regret possibly, but I just can't see it. Kobe Hetherington, um, you know, should play decent minutes there. But from memory, his scores aren't all that good. Kobe Hetherington, we'll just check him out on Supercoach Stats, just following my process that I always do, essentially. Uh, Kobe Hetherington, yeah, stats aren't great when he's playing 13. Base stats aren't anything special, uh, really. Uh, You know, 55. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not bad. He just needs... You'd have to think he'd play decent minutes this year, but there's just so many guys in the middle, so many mouths to feed that it's a bit of a worry for me. I have a look at the run home. Um, he played, what, 53 minutes against the Roosters. He scored 43. Uh, 52 minutes against the Warriors. He scored 45. 55 minutes against New South- Newcastle. He scored a try and got 64. So, nah, not interesting. Kobe Hetherington doesn't do it for me there. Um, so I'm probably going to leave Hooker, to be honest with you. I just don't think there's any value there, realistically. Let's go back to the big list, see what we can find. Uh, Fiego's injured. Hooker's, Kamakamika not playing. Horsburgh, Nat Butcher. I noticed Horsburgh got a really good score in his trial, but minutes, I just don't know if he's going to be relevant. Chad Townsend, I could pick him up at halfback, but fuck, I think I'd rather Avarillo and Ilias. I think I'd probably rather take a gamble on Dearden than Townsend, to be honest with you. Corey Waddell, I thought he looked pretty good in his trial, but not overly appealing to me. Opachik, I'm not sure if he's going to be in the team. Probably won't be. Woods won't get the minutes. Kieran Foran at Manly. Um... Yeah, I just you know you know exactly what we're going to get out of Foles. It's not going to be a heap realistically. Um, Sam Williams, halfback, five eight, not going to get a heap out of him. I think both Furmore's interesting now. If he starts in the second row, which probably sounds like he will, uh, he could be a guy that could be very interesting. I do like myself a two RF slash CTW uh, when he's playing eighty minutes. His scores are pretty handy. Uh, base stats are a little bit low. Probably he's averaging about 40 base stats when he plays 80 minutes. Ideally, you'd want it a little bit higher than that. He has got attacking upside to him, but I really don't trust this Titan side. I think that someone will pick him up tonight, and I think they'll probably get a little bit overexcited about him realistically. Uh, Tom Dearden is halfback slash 5'8". He interests me. Uh, Tom Dearden, I had him last year, and obviously we're in a deep 14-man league. Yeah, very, very deep. So this is where you sort of get a little bit desperate. I would assume that he has won the six jersey, Tom Dearden. Um, when he played last year at the back end, his scores weren't too bad considering how poorly the Cowboys were going. Uh, but they weren't great either. I mean, the scores that he was producing, uh, on average, you're looking at about 36 points, which for a half in a team that's not doing much is pretty handy. His base stats are all right. You're looking at about 25 to 30 base stats there. Uh, but I think I can do better. And I've already got Scott Drinkwater, so I really don't want to be carrying two Cowboys halves and seeing which way it goes. So I think I'll just carry Drinkwater. He's got more upside and wait for him to get his opportunity. 
Joelif, Murdoch Masilla, not much there. Tommy Talau is injured. Uh, Eli Katoa is a really interesting one. Now, Eli Katoa, I think he'll start on the right edge, which is on the side of Sean Johnson. Uh, so he could be a good little pickup there. Katoa, he's just hard to trust. You know, he's very hard to trust. He had that big season a couple of years ago. Since then, he just seems to get injured every single time he takes a hit up. Uh, very hard for me to have faith in him. Very hard to have faith in the minutes he's going to get. Even when he does play big minutes, there are times where he really struggles to score points. So uh, I think I might let someone else take him. And I'm really not desperate for second row forwards because I've got Aitken and I've got Tago as well. So it doesn't really move the needle for me. Sean Kepa is an interesting one. I worry about minutes, though, at that club. Proctor's not in the side. Branko Lee, I think he could break into this Broncos team eventually, but uh, not a huge amount of upside there. Good base guy, but not much upside. Uh, Bromwich, Tanner Boyd, David Mead, Ben Condon, Irima, Matty Eisenhuth, Tom Eisenhuth, Harm Sele, yeah, I just there's nothing really standing out to me. Jake Simkin at hooker, I'm sure someone will go after him. I just it doesn't really do it for me. Uh, Adam Kieran, as I said, he's an interesting one. Liam Knight, uh, second row forward slash front row forward, he's just a pain in the ass in Supercoach though, and I really don't want to spend this waiver pick on a front row forward realistically. Um, yeah, is there anyone else really standing out to me here? Lumay Lou, he trialed as a forward a couple of weeks ago, but they've just got so many forwards in this Cowboys side, so many talented guys. I just can't see him getting in. Aaron Clark, still there at hooker. I don't think he plays 80 minutes. Even if he does, he's not overly impressive. Adam Clune, he's an interesting one, uh, but I just I can't trust Newcastle. I don't really want to do it. Sean Russell, fullback slash CTW. He could start on the wing for Parramatta over the first few weeks, which could be really handy, but really don't need a center wing or a fullback, to be honest with you. Oliver Gildart... Doesn't interest me. Um, Jermaine Tanua Brown, bit of talk about him, uh, but he is a front row forward. I'm not going to waste on a front row forward. He probably won't be that much better um, than Laurie or Saifidi, even if he does really well. So I'm not going to waste one there. Cody Ramsey, no, thank you. Andrew Davey, no. Toff Sipley, Spencer Lienu. Hayes Perham, if he lands that wing spot, he could be interesting. He's also available at halfback, so that could be of a little bit of interest. Now, this Tua Luggy, he's the really interesting one. A lot of raps on him. I'm just going to get up his stats from the weekend and just remind myself how he went. I'm not convinced that this guy's going to hold this spot all year, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, you've still got Luke Garner floating around. I don't know. I, I think I just, I just find it really hard to trust that he's going to hold his spot there. So just having a look at some of his stats. Obviously, uh, NRL.com, they won't tell you how many minutes they all played. It all says 80 minutes next to them. But his stats from the weekend, what did he get? He scored a 31 in fantasy. So not bad. Eight runs for 77 metres. Um, no attacking stats. Tackle breaks. How did he go? One, not bad. Yeah, I don't know. 23 tackles, is it? Yeah, 23. So not huge either. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to leave to a luggy. I think someone else, I'll let someone else muck around with that. Once again, don't really need second row forwards. He might be the best guy on the board, potentially if it all works out for him, but I'm not sure if it will. Royce Hunt, he trialed really well, but once again, front row forward doesn't really do it for me. Robert Jennings is an interesting one. Now, if he lands on that wing outside, uh, who is it? Outside of Stephen Crichton, could be a really good spot. Uh, Robert Jennings, once again, if you're outside Stephen Crichton, you don't tend to get that much ball. 
got pretty good base stats. He goes for about 30 to 35 a game. We'll just go through and have a look at him over the last few years. Last year, he had really good base stats, uh, which is helpful. There's no doubt about that. In this Panther side, he will score points. Uh, Nathan Cleary's got a brilliant cutout ball to that edge. I just don't think he's going to hold it the entire year, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, his base stats are great, to be honest with you. He's got really good base stats from the last few years, but... I just don't know if he holds that spot. I just think there's a few guys there that could jump him. And even though it looked like he had that spot sewn up, it wouldn't surprise me if he somehow uh, isn't in the team come round one. Wouldn't shock me. So good base stats, but uh, not worth me spending my... Not worth me spending my pick here. Um, Tui Simpkins, Corey Pakes. If Corey Pakes get the starting job, he could be interesting, but... Don't overly trust him there. Jaden Nicarima, this probably played himself out a little bit. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Leah. Now, this is my man that I was interested in. Base stats lack a little bit. If he does manage to land at right center for the New Zealand Warriors, that could be really interesting outside of Sean Johnson. I think he's got huge upside. Once again, I'm not really short on center wings, though. Uh, between Staggs, Tomoko, Naguama, Tago, Ewan Aitken, um, and Kula, I'm really not short on center wings. So as much as I would like to have him, I think I'll leave him there. He's still far from... I'm still far from confident that he's going to get a jersey anyway. So Brad Schneider's interesting. Um, it looks like we will see... Um we will see Fogarty miss about the first month. Uh, sorry, uh, the first three months. Uh, it was originally reported four. Talking to the physio this afternoon, he sort of brought it down to three. said to me that's more than likely. So, yeah, he becomes interesting. Could go him, Brad Schneider. Uh, he could be a good little option for me for a few weeks. But, yeah, to be a bit of a pain in the ass holding on to... Ilias Avarillo, Scott Drinkwater, and him, uh, especially because he's not going to be a long-term sort of guy. You'd have to assume he's not going to be a long-term guy, but he has got high-end potential. Mate, to be honest with you, he's probably the standout for me at the moment. He's probably the only guy that I would consider going at the moment. Tyron Wishart, he'd be good for week one. I could chuck him in at hooker 5'8", but he doesn't really move the needle for me all that much because he's not going to be there long-term. Yeah, so it's sort of between Valia... And Schneider for me. Which one of them I sort of want to take a gamble on, or do I want to just wait um, until next week to see what happens? I could. I think I've got a free agency period to try and pick guys up in too, so I could grab them then as well. Um, yeah, look, to be honest with you, I'm not sure if I am going to waver this. I'll have to think about it tonight a little bit more, but I thought I'd just give you guys a uh, behind-the-scenes sort of look at how I go about doing this. this. is what I do every Wednesday night. I don't tend to make podcasts like this about it because uh, I don't want to let my mates know who I'm going because then they'll take my picks and shit. I do take my home league pretty seriously. Uh, this is all a job for me, but I, I 
take my home league very seriously with the boys and want to try and win that, win bragging rights and whatnot. So I sort of put that in front of content. So won't do this all the time. I might do this every Wednesday night and then put it out for you guys the next day so it doesn't matter. And then maybe I can give you a little rundown on how I went. But look, I think uh, the more I think about it tonight, there's a really good chance that I will not make any waivers. I might just hold on to my spot and I keep it for next week once team lists come out. If I do make a change, I'll be getting rid of Biondi Odo and I will be going for either Valle uh, from the New Zealand Warriors or I'll be going with Schneider from the Canberra Raiders. I'm kind of leaning towards Schneider, to be honest with you. I just think he's got a bit of upside to him. But, yeah, I'm not sure about this Canberra Raiders side either. So they're going to be my two picks. If I do go ahead with it, I'll let you know over the next few days. If I don't and you are interested, send me a message and I'll let you know. I should know uh, on by, yeah, I, I will know by Thursday morning when you guys are listening to this. So if you are interested, send me a message a little bit unsure what I'm going to do to be honest with you so I have to have a big think about it and work out if it's worth it or not to have any of these guys he kicks again he'll get there he's over he has scored one of the great origin tries sorry guys just thought I would add on here it's about 5 to 8 I'm about to send off my picks to our commissioner I have made a decision. I am going to waver on this one. I've decided I'm going to let Biondiodo go. I was always going to let him go eventually. Uh, it was just a matter of whether it was night or tonight or next week. Uh, I've sort of got a feeling that a few guys aren't going to waver here. A couple of guys that I've spoken to aren't, so they're going to hold their spots. So I really don't think I'll get a heap of value uh, out of this one. So I'm going to take a swing. Um, there's really no point in me holding on to it anyway. I think best case scenario might end up being pick five, six or something next week, and I just don't think it's worth it. So I'm going to take a bit of a punt. Uh, Brad Schneider was always the one that I was leaning towards. I've done a bit more research on him. Um, went back, watched some highlights, then went and watched some New South Wales Cup games, just a couple of little snips. Uh, and i got to tell you, I think I'm convinced on Brad Schneider. And I think that if you are in a super coach comp, I think I already mentioned this earlier that you should go and grab him, but I'm even more confident now that you should go and grab this guy. I think he could be a real uh, needle mover. He, he kicked goals in New South Wales Cup as well, but I, I don't know if he'll kick goals realistically. Jared Croker, if he's in the side, I assume he will kick goals. Um, yeah, so I don't know. That could be a little added cherry. Whether that happens or not remains to be seen. But I just look at the way that he runs, and I just think he's going to collect a lot of super coach points. He's not afraid to make twenty odd tackles in a game too. He, he he will miss a few as well, but he, you know you have a look at his stats. He's not afraid to make a heap of tackles. I think his base stats would be really good. He's a good ball runner. He's got good balance. He's got good movement. The worry is that he probably isn't the sort of halfback uh, that Jack White needs to have next to him, but. I just look at this kid and he has got a lot of raw ability and as much as we want that uh, that you know that that chief playmaker like an Aiden Caesar, like a George Williams, like a Jamal Fogarty next to uh, Jack White, and that's obviously the ideal situation. That's what you know we've all been talking about for a long time. I think this kid's just maybe got enough high end potential to maybe be able to buck that trend and maybe to just be able to keep the Raiders relevant enough off the top of his head, to be honest with you. I think he's got something a little bit special about him. Kempi's actually... Kempi's been talking about him for two weeks now. And look, I watched him in the trials. He was impressive, but I didn't think he was an absolute standout. But going back and watching some of these cup games tonight, 
Um, I'm starting to see what Canberra Raider fans are thinking of. And this is a guy that three or four weeks ago, I didn't know who he was. I remember saying on a podcast that I thought he might have been a hooker, but I really didn't know anything about him. He uh, he looks like he's got some serious raw ability. And to a lot of Canberra Raiders fans, I'll just be repeating myself. Or not Sorry, not repeating myself, repeating what you guys have been saying for a while. So just, just keep an eye on this kid. I think he's got a bit of upside halfback. It's a pretty shallow position, obviously, uh, in Supercoach this year. There's not too many good ones getting about. Uh, so I don't mind this kid. I'm going to go for him. I'm pretty confident I will get him. I don't think that – I think that if I wasn't as keen on him enough to get him straight away, you know, a few hours ago, I doubt that other guys would have gone to the effort that I have to go back and watch some cup games, some highlights and stuff. So I'm pretty confident I will get him, which will mean I will run without a hooker. Uh, I'll have a heap of halves, but I'm happy to sort of throw away round one, maybe even round two, just to see how this one plays out. Schneider, he's the one I'm going to put as my number one. The other one that has interest me is Adam Kieran. Now, I was talking to a mate earlier, uh, and he said, geez, am I crazy for noticing that the Roosters had Adam Kieran kicking? And I sort of said, fuck, I don't know if you are, to be honest with you. Like, it is strange that Sam Walker didn't kick. It's strange that Adam Kieran sort of played a bit on the left. It's very... I don't know. He is a hard worker. He's a good little footballer, Adam Kieran. He's probably the best goal kicker at the club. Maybe that matters to Trent Robinson. I don't know. I think he's, what is he, hooker slash uh, center wing. So I'll probably put him number two on my list. I also don't think anyone will go him. Uh, the guy that's after me, Steve, is the guy that I was talking to about this. So it wouldn't surprise me if he potentially goes him. Uh, he's another little smoky that I think is worth keeping an eye on. Um, yeah, if something happens that both of those go, I'm probably going to put the Warriors center that I've been talking about all night as my third one, but I'm pretty confident I'm going to get Schneider as a halfback. I think I'll have him in the team. I think he's got potential to have a heap of upside. I even think he has the potential to keep Fogarty out of this team. I know they've brought Fogarty there for a purpose, but I don't know. I just watched this kid, the way that he moves. He just looks so suited to the modern game. It's a long one. Don't get me wrong. It's a big call, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does. It's more than likely that Fogarty comes straight back into this team as soon as he's fit. But if this kid hits the ground running, I think he's got a little something that he could add to this footy side that maybe a Jamal Fogarty can't. So, I mean, in the era that we're playing in at the moment where front foot footballers really can dominate, this kid, um, Jack Whiten, I mean, there's a world where they can put together a really good combo and they can make the Canberra Raiders really relevant if their forward pack wins the middle and they can just get on the front foot. Maybe they can get by without that sort of controlling, organizing um, sort of halfback. So we'll see how we go. Pretty confident I'll get Schneider, which means I'll be running without a hooker in round one, uh, which means I'll have to take an AE on my bench, but I'm sort of willing to cop that in week one. Happy to take an L. The guy that I'm versing in week one, um, funnily enough, um, the commissioner, uh, I'm pretty confident he'll be in the top eight anyway. So me giving away two points to him, I'm not overly concerned with it. So I think that's going to be my plan. I'm going to go Schneider first, Kieran second. I'll be shocked if I don't get one of those two. Ideally, I want Schneider. If I get Kieran, it's just a bit of a punt. I'm not going to do anything with Beyond Iodo at hooker anyway, so I might as well grab Kieran and see what happens there. There might be an injury over the next week or so or something like that. Anything can happen. But yeah, that'll be my play. Hopefully, I come home with Brad Schneider. And uh, once again, as I said before, I probably won't do a whole podcast on who I get off the waiver wire because it's pretty irrelevant. So if you would like to know how I went... Uh, uh, send me a message. It's in about 
it's, it's, it's probably about to go through, actually. Uh, so send me a message. Let me know if you are interested. But, yeah, Schneider, if he's on your free agent list, uh, make sure you go and grab him if you've got room in your draft team. Even if you don't need a halfback, he could be a really good trade option. We're hearing that uh, Fogarty could be missing for three months or so. Uh, so, I mean, that's a lot of football that he can show what he can do. And you might be able to sell him after week six to someone, you know, especially if someone else has a halfback that gets injured and they're trying to fill a gap for six weeks or so. So just something to consider. I'm not promising you he's going to be a star. I like what I see. I think he's got potential to be really good in super coach. Just keep an eye on this kid. Hopefully I get him. Hopefully you're able to get him. And hopefully he's as good as what I think he's going to be. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.